welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman, author and host. Today, I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, July 19th. Not-so-social distancing. In last week's Genesis reading, Jacob and Esau were young men still living at home, fighting over a birthright in a bowl of stew. In the next three chapters before today's reading, a lot happens. A famine causes the family to move several times. Esau marries two local Hittite women who make life unpleasant for Isaac and Rebekah. To top it off, Rebekah works with Jacob to trick Isaac, whose vision is failing him in his old age, into blessing Jacob instead of Esau. This is not a minor have-a-good-day type of blessing, but the inheritance blessing itself, conveying power to Jacob as the words were spoken. Between the continued hostility with the Hittite daughter-in-laws, the increased antagonism between Esau and Jacob, and Isaac's frustration over losing the chance to bless his favorite son, tension within the family is growing. Rebecca once again takes matters into her own hands. Distancing, a common way of managing the stress in a relationship system, is put to use as she asks Isaac to send Jacob away, with the excuse that a wife from her branch of the family would be better than another Hittite daughter-in-law. To be fair, perhaps Jacob's new position as the heir to the family fortune has made it important for him to find a wife from their own tribe. Instead of coming back with a bride, though, Jacob himself would choose to distance for years and then decades. His presence would be missed. As this week's scripture opens, Jacob is journeying to the house of Bethuel, Rebekah's father, to find a wife there. It's the first night of the trip, and Jacob has stopped at sunset, finding a rock to prop up his head while he sleeps. The scripture does not tell us what Jacob was thinking about that night. He was a young adult. This was his first night on this trip away from home, and he was completely on his own. There was going to be no mother to think for him, no brother to do the hunting, and no father to worry about. He was at that place where choices had been made, the past left behind, and the future not yet clear. It was dark, and there would be no going any further until morning. That night, Jacob dreams a fabulous dream about angels going up and down a ladder or a staircase or something to heaven and God standing beside him. He has a vision of land and children and blessings. In the morning, he remembers his dream, setting stones up to remember someday the place where it happened. It is a remarkable vision for a young man to have and a more remarkable vision for a person of any age to believe in or seek to fulfill. It is one thing to dream dreams. It is another thing to work towards them. Stubbornly clinging to a vision, playing it over and over in one's own mind, working out each detail, modifying it as needed, all of this yields fruit. It also brings mistakes, so many mistakes along the way. How else, though, does one learn and grow up. As the narrative will show, Jacob is already becoming aware of his own contribution to his family's problems. 
It will come as a little surprise to him, but not much, really, when others, spoiler alert, are deceitful to him. Jacob seems to have a capacity, perhaps born out of his own dysfunctional home, to keep trying in the midst of difficult circumstances. If Jacob and Esau could have understood their family story and their place in it, maybe with an advanced copy of Genesis, it might have made a difference. Instead of arguing, they might have talked together about what they wanted in their lives. Maybe they would have seen their parents as the flawed and vulnerable humans that they and all of us more or less are, no longer needing parental approval so much, finding more freedom to be themselves while staying connected. This is the opportunity offered to anyone willing to explore their family roots. Instead, when distancing and cutoff are used to manage the emotional field of the family, the results cascade down through the generations. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to center myself around what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, how can I reconnect with those I have distanced myself from? In the evening, how did I use distancing to manage myself today? Psalm 139.23 Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. <music>